Welcome to Sporting Classics TV Podcast, powered by the Ram 1500, built to serve. Welcome to another edition of Sporting Classics Television Podcast. I'm Chris Dorsey, and I'm joined by an old friend, Steve Lamboy from Umarex. Steve, welcome to the show. Chris, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Well, it's been fun to kind of learn about Umarex and what's going on with, obviously, the air bows and things like that, but the air rifles... These aren't your granddaddy's air rifles. This is a whole new game now. Tell us about these larger calibers, the big game that's being taken with these things. Just really the buzz that's, that's come throughout the industry around air rifles now. Well, the, in the entire game has changed, Chris. And it's really been over the last, say, 10 or 15 years. And uh, what's happening in, in the industry now is that there's more of a vicarious interest uh, in hunting with air guns, whether it be small bore, Nearly everyone grew up having some type of air gun and hunting squirrels or small game or whatever as kids. Well, now these air guns, the technology has progressed to a point where they're, they have the lethality of a firearm. So um, I would say about 10 years ago uh, when I was consulting for Crossman, we brought out the first 357 caliber air gun. And it was an instant hit. It was an instant hit. It had power that had never been seen before. It was using a new valve technology that had been uh, developed by a fellow from Raytheon, as a matter of fact. And um, it was a beautiful gun. And it just, the industry started to gel with, with the invention of that gun. And then a few other companies jumped in. I was consulting for Umarex, uh about six years ago, uh, Adam Blaylock had called and I started working with him. And they wanted to diversify. And one of the first things I said was, why don't we get into air gun hunting in a real way? So that's how it all started. Well, it's amazing now when you, when you look at the, you know, here's a projectile that's 350 grains going 1,100 feet per second. It's got a minute of angle accuracy at 100 yards. And of course, my mind's flying into the some of the biggest deer I've ever seen have been in suburban and on the edge of, of city environments where you could never use a rifle. And, and I'm not a big bow guy, and, uh, but to have that kind of lethality out to 100 plus yards really is incredible. So then, then you look at it and you go, all right, I live in Colorado, and uh, if you could hunt elk and the bugle as part of the muzzleloader season, if this could ever qualify for that, because it really has similar you know, effectiveness as exactly. a muzzleloader. Then it just changes everything because I, I would much rather use one of these than a muzzleloader and mess with that. And uh, so you, you got to have a lot of people getting really excited about the applications of this. And then, of course, there's no FFL required to purchase one. You can buy them direct. And uh, in today's political climate, everything is changing. And this is sort of a hedge against that. And yet without giving up the firepower of your favorite deer rifle. Exactly, exactly. So when I started working with Adam Blaylock at Umarex and Richard Turner, uh, they asked me, you know, where is this going to go? So we launched a, you know, a, serious, a serious study. And what we came up with was there's a tremendous amount of interest with hunting big deer in suburban environments and environments where you want low noise. And so we took a look at PCP air guns, which you know, allow the shooter to have a real trigger real power, okay, low noise signature. So you could shoot, you know, jumbo in your backyard if you wanted to, and your neighbors really wouldn't know it. And so in studying that, uh, we also looked at the political 
implications, of course, in the state DNRs all over the U.S. And, uh, you know, there's a declining number of hunters, number of big game hunters. They're interested in more revenue. So we studied this space to determine, okay, what parameters do we need to look at? What performance level would a gun capable of killing a white-tailed deer need to have to satisfy all of these states? And what we came up with was about 700 to 800 foot-pounds of energy because that is the energy that you would get from a 357 Magnum handgun, which is legal in almost every state for hunting white-tailed deer. It'll also kill bears and wild hogs and everything else, of course. So uh, to be able to develop a gun that would do that took an entirely new study because there was, <laughs> there was no valve available. There was no air gun available uh, that would have, the, uh, would have that energy capable, right? That capability. So we uh, uh, engaged a consulting engineering group uh, to study this and to develop uh, a new valve because using the existing technology, you would have to have just tremendous cocking force and big springs and then big trigger pressure and all of these things which make guns unfriendly and heavy and so forth. And uh, through our, our research, we came up with a valve that we call the light speed valve now. It's being patented, of course. And uh, essentially, we don't use springs to hold the valve closed. Mm. It's a very high pressure valve. It's over 3,000 PSI. It uh, enables you to dump eight cubic inches at 3,000 PSI into a 50 caliber barrel behind a 350 grain projectile. And it does it instead of in a millisecond, it does it in a microsecond. So you get all of the power generated before the bullet leaves that barrel. And with that, we were able to propel 350 grain bullets at nearly 1,000 feet per second and, and, and get up to 800 foot-pounds with heavier bullets. So this valve is very, very unusual uh, uh, in, uh, in the industry. And one of the reasons why it is is because of a basic physics principle, and that is that you could hold back five gallons of air at 3,000 PSI with a pea size piece of air at 3,000 PSI because it's just pounds per square inch against pounds per square inch. The size doesn't matter. So essentially how this valve works is we do just that. We hold the valve closed with a tiny amount of air. So there's no effort on the trigger because all the trigger has to do is evacuate about a BB size quantity of air at 3,000 PSI. And that valve just opens and, uh, and dumps that charge of air. It's truly, truly amazing. So now these Umarex air rifles have been used throughout Africa, North America, taking things as large as Cape Buffalo, I understand. Is that is exactly? That exactly. So it's a complete game changer, and, and uh, I'm super excited. Tonight will be my first night hunting with that rifle, and uh, it's dealer's choice of whitetails or boar. So fingers crossed. Okay. When you pull the trigger, you're going to know, like you said, it's not your daddy's air rifle. Can't wait. Steve, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. This has been Sporting Classics TV Podcast, powered by the Ram 1500, built to serve. Follow Sporting Classics with Chris Dorsey on Instagram and Facebook at Sporting Classics TV.